What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special episode of the Court of Capes titled MCU Case Files. Today, we'll be reviewing the uh, hyped movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten I was Rings. ridiculously hyped. Yeah. Just some, a bit. Yeah, some people were super hyped. Some people, not so much. What? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I talked to some people that were just like, you know, they didn't really know like the story and really care about the characters as much. So all your friends are like this. They didn't give. Ah, uh, yes, all no, of this. Was, all of the this DCU was none of my friends. Fans. These are people <laughs> that I saw on Twitter. All right, so Twitter does one or two things. Like you know, it, it just actually it just lots of things. There's Twitter's a black hole, straight up. <laughs> I do not own Twitter. Yeah. No more. <laughs> Anyways, uh, before we get into discussion, I am one of your judges, <laughs> the Renegade. Asterix. 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 Um, I I forget darkness. The Dude, darkness my, correspondent. Correspondent. Dang it! I gotta I gotta like write Too that many down, syllables. boys. Too my many own syllables. title. <laughs> Judge Shelton, alongside of me, we have the MCU conspiracy theorist, Judge Brown. Time for some Makulan. (laughs) 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 I broke Josh. (laughs) The showman, the conqueror, Judge Cooper. Oh, you can see him too. That means I'm not crazy. Oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> and we have the young one, the Wanda Visionary, Special Inquisitor, Anthony Cooper. He should have put a ring on it, and he did. He, he put not just one, not just put two, ten of them on not just three, <laughs> but ten of those bad boys. Ten of them things. I hope there's 20 rings in the future. <laughs> Keep yeah. adding rings. Keep adding rings. The, like movie, every movie. The, the movie ends just like the season one of Iron Man Armored Adventures. <laughs> Wait, there's more? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he gets thigh rings. Oh, I love thigh that. Rings. Oh, yeah, yes. man. He's just flying around with those things, man. <laughs> he could totally fly. If he had thigh rings, he could totally fly. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Tummy ring. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, as I said, we are discussing Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, starring Simu Liu, Aquafina. I believe it's Simu Lao. Lao? Is it Lao? Yeah. Simu yeah. Lao. See, yo, okay, bear with us, listeners. We're going to be struggling saying some of these names. All right. Please forgive us. Yeah, please, we are please really forgive trying. Forgive us because we love them. We do. So we're gonna try to respect them as much as as much as we can. Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we get into the discussion of the movie itself, JC, give us is it time a synopsis of this okay. movie? Here we go. The master of martial arts. Shang-Chi must go on a journey to stop his father, Wu, in order to bring peace to two realities, all the while discovering who he is and the hero that he will be. 
all the freaking while. Oh, oh. <laughs> the freaking while. It's prime JC. All right, so sad news here, guys. Obviously, we're. I mean, I didn't take my iPad in there, so I wasn't taking a bunch of notes on this movie. I really, really wish I would have, but I didn't. But uh, so we're gonna go around and just talk about some of our favorite points of the movie itself. As well as, you know, maybe some rankings? Maybe some rankings? Oh, Heck yes. Let's where talk about my rankings. <laughs> we, we've, never had, we've never had controversy over rankings. Oh, no. No. Maybe, there, maybe there's some, been, some renovations over some of these rankings, you know? Maybe there's some changes. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's new life. New life in these rankings. Yeah. Everybody prepare for JC to put it five spots lower than Black Widow. Uh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, so, so speaking of Black Widow, I saw a tweet. Uh, and speaking of Twitter again, my goodness, where someone was like, "Black Widow was like their favorite MCU movie of all time." Oh man! And I was like, I don't want to be disrespectful. I didn't say anything. This was just internally like, I don't want to be disrespectful. But now every take you have on everything else is just not credible. <laughs> Not credible. Yep. Which is sad for them. <laughs> Josh, what was one of your favorite things on this movie? Oh, well, do we want do we want to go around and say oh. what we thought overall first? Oh, uh, well, overall. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can. We yeah. What do you What do you think thoughts. overall, Josh? Overall, loved it. I had yeah, so, yeah. so much fun in this movie. The humor hit. The action hit, like, shoot, all the fights, like, the hand-to-hand combat hits, like, physic, you know, many ways. But it did. The story, the mystery, the darkness, because there was some darkness. There was a lot of emotion as well. My goodness. There was female leads that weren't so, like, in your face, and but so well done. My goodness. This movie hit... In many ways, I I had a great uh, had a great time with it. Curtis, what about you? Oh, I I literally agree with everything you just said. I had a fabulous time watching this movie. Um, the soundtrack was awesome. Oh, the, the soundtrack! The characters the characters were awesome. The pacing was great. I was engaged throughout the entire movie. Unlike um, some people. <laughs> I couldn't peel my eyes away the whole time. Yep. A very strong entry into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Agreed. So, speaking of which, someone who actually peeled his eyes away from the movie, JC. JC. <laughs> wow. Um, what a, what a tell great... Us, tell uh, us about what you thought of the movie overall and the intro. <laughs> I thought you were just throwing in the, and the intro in there. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean it was it was a very solid MCU origin story. Like this was a good movie. Yes, and I was very happy and pleased to see that. Um, this I feel like feel like this is the movie that I went into knowing absolutely nothing about what was going to happen. And I was, like, completely caught off guard by where the movie went. Mm-hmm. And I've very rarely been surprised by the MCU. So that was a new experience. Yeah. Um, 
So that's been fun. Surprised by Avengers Infinity War, Jason. Well, yeah, but I mean, it was always an option. I just didn't think they would go there. Like, like we all knew the story that they could do. Yeah, we but did. Yeah. with this, I had no idea of what the movie was even going to be about, like at all. So that was really cool to just be completely surprised throughout. Mm. Um, yeah, the MCU surprised me, but I haven't been this just like in the dark before. Okay. Uh, at least not that I'm, you know, this, I, I'm aware of. Of course, there's been twists and things, but, but I felt like the whole movie, like a third of the way through, I was just like, I don't know what the rest of this movie's about. Mm. That's a sign of a so good that movie. Was interesting. It, was, it was a good movie. That's a sign of a good movie. I, I have some issues that I imagine will be resolved upon a rewatch, which hasn't happened yet, but I, I will discuss those issues later. All right. Or, 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 you know, things that I wasn't expecting to be as they were, but that's okay. All right. Anthony, what about you? Overall thoughts? Overall, this movie was fantastic. I am... It, there's a specific kind of action in movies as well as in any kind of media that I love over most, and that's hand-to-hand -hand combat. Mm, I love yeah. ground-level action. Uh, I love yes. action that is feasible and easy for a human to understand, as well as to be impressed by of how they're doing it. Because we all can move like a human. So when people are moving basically like superhumans, but without like too much of a superhuman like like ability moveset, I think it's pretty fantastic and fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Now, Shang-Chi, as a character of me knowing beforehand, uh, I guarantee you we are not the only ones who didn't know about it. I guarantee you most 90% of the population of comic book fans don't know anything about Shang-Chi because he has less comic book appearances than most characters of getting their own uh, MCU shows. Like, by a lot. Yeah. Like, he's in almost nothing. And he doesn't even go by Shang-Chi in the comics most of the time. It's Kung Fu Master. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Boy, earn that title. Yeah. Um, so, he's usually, he's usually the guy... That's in the background of team ups of people such as Iron Fist and and like Daredevil, but when they team up on rare occasions, he's also there in the background. Uh, so like he is probably the deepest. He's probably the deepest cut of getting their own movie we've seen thus far in terms of comic book representation. Oh, by like, far. Do you think that's going to change so, now, Anthony? We're gonna get even. Like lesser like, known no, characters. No, no, like no, like like in in reference to Shang Chi. Do you think he's now gonna get a huge reboot and popularity? He's already popularity got his, his own comic book series. He got his own. I hear it's pretty good. Uh, Shang Chi comic book series in preparation for this movie. Oh. So he's already kind of getting in the because they kind of do that with all Marvel movies, whether it be Sony made or Marvel made. Gotcha. They always have like their own like little like four to eight issues, maybe twelve. Like, Taskmaster got his own series recently, and he's a bad guy. So. Taskmaster. But he had three before. But anyway, uh, overall, I, w I had no idea what was going on, and I was happy to be there because of it. Because yeah. I didn't know any of these characters. I thought that dragon was Fing Fang Foom. Yeah, I, really, I, I really did. I really did, too. It's not, though. It's not. I thought, I did, because uh, he's like a villain of Iron Man, but I didn't know if he had connection to Shang-Chi or not, because I don't know anything about Shang-Chi. So... Yeah. I'm still uh, trying to salty that it wasn't Fin Fang Foom. Really? I, 
I can't be so I mean, because I have no connection to the character. Yeah, I mean, so. I don't care because they're just dragons. It's just different colors to me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it's, it's a little different than that. Overall, I love the visual design. I loved the pacing for the most part. I have a little bit of issue in the middle. It kind of was a tiny bit slow. It, um, but then it picked right back up, and I was very happy about it. I agree. Uh, you mean and, before uh, they went into the prep work, like before they got to, like, 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 kind of when they're, uh, when they go to his old house and they're there for a while. I feel like that was a little too long, even though the emotions were there. Uh, I felt like it could have been a little shorter. Gotcha. Yeah. And like, and I think right when we met, uh, I'm not sure if we should talk about this yet. Can we talk about the surprise character yet, or no? Oh. Uh, there were multiple surprise characters, but... Start with an E and an O, you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yo, let's jump into it. Heck yeah. Um, I think the pacing uh, of that of that portion was greatly enhanced, and also it kind of picked up the movie back again was when Trevor was, you know, shown off. I'm like, yes. Yeah. And I wasn't spoiled in him being in the movie. Whereas he was in the press releases for some reason. Oh, really? Uh, Shoot, I wasn't yeah, spoiled at all. So it was a complete surprise for me. When yeah, it was a complete up. surprise for me. Uh, I I did. I had theories that he was definitely going to be in it because they put the the All Hail the King short on Disney Plus right before this came out. And so I'm like, uh, ah, I didn't uh, it's a great short. That. I didn't even know. Everybody that. should go watch it because it I literally ex- half of the short. <laughs> it literally <laughs> explains what happened to him between Iron Man three and this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, shoot. Yeah, I guess I should go watch it. It's I mean, only it was... like ten minutes long. Oh man, his performance was so good. Oh my gosh! It, throughout the entire movie, I loved Trevor. <laughs> oh man. Um. So. <clears throat> uh. But yeah. So those are our thoughts, kind of generally on some things that we we felt. But let's go a little deeper, guys. Um, on some elements. We kind of touched on, and JC, uh, do you have anything to add when, when Anthony brought up the pacing? Was that what you were thinking as well? Yeah, that was pretty much exactly my thoughts. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of get with that a little bit. Um, but I re- really enjoy it as well. Let, let's go a little deeper and be a little more specific about, you know, what we really enjoyed about the movie. Um, JC, actually, let's start with you. What's one thing that that really stood out to you about this movie, if anything at all? I mean, the execution of the Ten Rings was much better than um, other executions of the Ten Rings we've seen. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, yes. For yes. a uh, Court of Capes deep cut. Yeah, That's the deep lore at this point. These ten rings were done way better and made way more sense uh, than Iron Man Armored Avengers. And we didn't see any Makulan dragon people things. No, they no, make up. no fig fang foam, no nothing, no random knights from stone. They make them back. To be fair, we don't know what the origin of these things is. It could still be Mokluans. Yes. So, I mean, dang. I mean, yeah. They did discuss at one point, guys, if you stayed in the theaters long enough, um, discussing the origins of these rings, and that could be what the next movie is about, if there is another solo movie. 
They even said that it was sending a beacon to something. Yeah. Yeah. But even if it's Makulans, it'll be way cooler than that show made them. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt at all. It's not a hard bar to rise over. <laughs> Anthony, what about you? What was something that really stood out to you? It could be minor, it could be major. Um, so, like I said that I love the, the, the fist-to-fist action, I was actually really impressed by the, the dragon-on-dragon action. And, like, oh, yeah. like, like the design of the final boss... He was he was dope looking. He looked like a wallpaper an edgy kid would have on his phone. He was pretty Whoa. sick looking. The final boss um, looking like a true gamer. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I loved like how how he dealt with the with the big monster boy by like by putting the rings inside of him and it just oh, exploded. That was so freaking awesome. That was, that was super crazy. cool. I love I loved that part and oh I almost chose a different part but. I bet I bet Curtis will pick this part, so I'll save it for him. <laughs> All right, Curtis, <laughs> on to you, bro. Um, okay, quick addendum to that, since we're talking about the big demon creature, Anthony. Do you know what I thought when they first started talking? Like, oh yeah, like there's these soul sucking things behind the dimension. There's a big boy, and he's gonna come get us. <laughs> I well, well described. I, I my first thought was. Could that be a nihilist? Oh no, I did not. Oh, I did not. (laughs) A nihilist recently, like I think he got is another giant event this past year. He's had like three or four. He's like uh, he's a less well known, like but on the level of Thanos kind of level. Yeah, yeah. I would I would assume I would assume he get his own arc. Think so? Think so? You think he's the post Kang arc? Yeah, I mean. If the Fantastic Four are going to be involved, then definitely, because he's a big Fantastic Four guy. Oh, man. Well, I mean, Fantastic Four is the end of Phase Four. Most big bad are Fantastic Boys. That's fair. That's the only fight bangers. Mm. Yeah. And the most I know about Annihilus is from the Superhero Squad show. (laughs) Oh! Pretty hype, pretty hype, guys. When is that show going to be pitched for the court? My goodness, dude, dude, I don't know if we could review that show, man. I don't, I don't think, think I Josh can handle, can handle it. Handle it. I don't think Josh can handle it. <laughs> it's not dark enough. Oh man. Well, there's some dark stuff, but oh? but you got to trudge through some some uh, five year old humor kind of stuff. <laughs> All right, one second, boys. Right now, Streamlabs is messing up. What's happening? Uh, Streamlabs is currently messing up. That's what I'm using to uh, give us the Court of Capes outlay overlay. Uh-oh. Are we still recording? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh. This will be known as the Lost episode. Superhero Squad. Oh my gosh. It actually looks pretty sick. Oh, I'm so in that art. In that art style, anyway. I might go watch this episode right now. <laughs> like, the Silver Surfer, like, uses it at one point. It's pretty hype. I I remember this from when I was, like, 10, so I don't know what hype means. So, <laughs> I remember it happening. Alright, so we are back. Alright, we're good now. 
right. Awesome. Yeah. Let's go. Um, what were you even talking about? <laughs> uh, I was about to give my my uh, yeah boy my give... first takeaway. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right. So um, this is obviously my favorite element of the movie, and that is the character of Wenwu himself, the leader of the Ten Rings, who was mistakenly given the title of Mandarin. He was a fantastic character throughout. I think that he is one of my favorite antagonists in the MCU. In fact, I'll go ahead and say right now, he is my third favorite overall, just underneath Vulture and Thanos from Infinity War. Um, His character arc was amazing because, on the one hand, he is straight up evil. He's been evil for a thousand years. But he also kind of... Honestly, he's a very similar character to Dracula from Castlevania, the Netflix series. Oh, oh, I definitely like, call that. Eerily, eerily similar, which is why I vibe with him most likely. Um, because he's lived so long and he's like conquered so much, but when he finally like learns what love is, that's what drastically changes him. And then when that's taken away from him, then he resorts to, back to what he was. But unlike, unlike Dracula, he still has a lot of kindness left over within him. Which um, we saw at the end. Well, both the end and, I mean, he he actively tries to reach out and, like, um, include his children in evil things, but still, like, he's... Yeah, he's was that not for selfish it. reasons, because he created such strong weapons? Yeah. And they kind of hint that the rings um, kind of corrupted him a little bit. Yeah. Which would explain like why like the whole demon thing was able to like communicate with him um and the fact that like that happened after his wife passed away like makes some sense Mm -hmm. um but specifically what really drives home the amazingness of his character and like uh even um shang chi's character is uh the scene near the end of the movie where he takes his, I guess, like, seven- or eight-year-old son to the uh, the club where, like, the people who killed his mother are hanging out at. And he just kills all of them in front of Shang. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, sure, yeah, yeah, that's your typical, like, oh, yeah, I'm getting revenge. But what makes that scene amazing and is he turns to Shang and he's like, will you help me finish this? And instead of him being, like, scared or crying like a typical tropey movie, he's like, no, I want to help you 100%. Let's go. Yeah that that was uh com- that was a different turn than probably what people would have expected, and a really yeah. good one for sure. I'm glad they showed the scene. Like they kept referencing to the death of his mother. I was like, are we gonna are we gonna actually know how she died? Because yeah, because they they just keep referencing it all the time, and then finally they show show the scene itself. But I think it was well placed. It was just the constant yeah. question like whether or not we're gonna know how she was gonna die mm-hmm. or how she did die um for me personally like you guys touched on some great aspects of the movie itself like the the fighting really stood out to me anthony as well like i appreciate some great hand-to-hand combat oh my goodness like in so many different ways i love fighting movies like, I, have you guys ever watched the movie? This is probably, like, it's not that great of a movie. It's called Never Back Down. 
Nope. 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 Didn't think but so. But I think that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. It's about some fighting, some MMA fighting. And I really love some fighting. Like, one of my favorite movies of all time is called Warrior with Tom Hardy. Um, it's just some dudes brawling. There's actually a really emotional story behind that movie, but... Um, but yes, I really appreciate that. And Wen Wu was an amazing villain. And we got to see different, like, we got to see great parts of the character arc itself of him as a character. Like, you know, his evil conquering ways, the the transformation he went through once he met um, Shang-Chi's mother, uh, which... Uh, got him to put away the rings entirely. My goodness. And then the death of Shang-Chi. Um, Shang-Chi and Xiling's mother. It's Xiling, right? Is that is it? It's Shai- 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 It's definitely not that. What are you talking they about? They didn't say her name a whole lot, so I don't really remember. What do you mean it's not I like that? It's, I feel like it. It's more of an S sound at the start, but I, I don't know how. To... It's Ceiling? definitely not. Ceiling. You have like something. Oh my goodness. It's literally spelled X I A L I N G. Yeah. I think it has more of an S sound at the front, but I, I'm not sure how to actually pronounce it. Because I know I would get it wrong. Okay. Let's go with. I don't want to just say Shang Chi's sister because she was such a good part. Like, she was so good. So that's what I'm gonna say is Shang Chi's sister. That was probably one of my favorite elements of the movie entirely. Like, I loved everything she did and how she conquered, you know, her own obstacles and taught her own like own self to do things. She created an underground fighting ring that had abomination. Wow. And Wong. <laughs> yeah, and Wong. And Wong won. <laughs> that was so Wong cool. Was like, Wong was like mentoring Abomination. Yeah. yeah. They're bros. They're straight up bros. What's happening? That just added an element to Wong totally unexpected that just makes him so much cooler. Does Wong have like a secret like organization of criminals that are like working for him slash he's reforming? Like a Marvel Suicide Squad kind of thing? Maybe. Be kind of awesome. Probably not that, but like something like that. Like a... I don't even know. Well, maybe not like as as mean. Bad Boys Reformed with Magic. (laughs) Like like Bad Boys? Like a group of Bad Boys are all a bunch of softies now. Yeah. Softified baddies. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I I love Shang-Chi's sister as well as Katie. She was hilarious and so much fun. And she had Dr. her own story. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's great. Really good. Um, so those were some of our highlights. Now, now to possibly, possibly throw, or just some suggestions for the movie itself. Do we have any other suggestions other than that's been brought up? It's pacing. Oh, I have issues with Wenwei. Oh! Shoot, let's okay. Let's All right, go. I'm ready to go to war. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's freaking go. You have, 
All right, I was more on Curtis's uh, on Curtis's side, but if you bring up some good points, let's see what JC has to say. And I'm I'm, a, I'm like in the middle on him, so let's see <laughs> where I go. I don't know. I'm I'm forever uh, going to be, uh, I guess, biased because the very first Iron Man thing I've ever seen was an animated Marvel, like, early 2000s movie that I think was called The Invincible Iron Man. And it was my introduction to the character. I had no idea who he was before seeing this movie. And the Mandarin was the bad guy. And now I honestly remember this movie only from when I saw it when I was, like, I don't even know, seven to nine years old, probably. It's been over a decade since I've laid eyes on it. Yeah. I don't remember if the Mandarin was a good villain in this movie. I don't remember if he was well-written. I don't remember anything about him, except that he was really cool to my young self, and that the image that I have of him from having watched that is something that no version of the Mandarin that I've seen since has come to. And I really don't want to watch this movie again because it might not hold up. But with all that said, I had expectations for how the Mandarin would be, and Winwood did not even remotely like resemble what I thought he would be. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. But that did kind of color how I viewed him a little bit. But that being said, um, the issues that I really had with this version of Winwu and the not Mandarin is that I, I just hated that at the end he didn't die with dignity in my opinion because he was being manipulated by this demon thing and he never really understood that or came to that realization or anything and he just got killed by it after being manipulated by it for the entire movie and he, yeah, the, the yeah, movie he just did. did him a disservice in my opinion by doing that no he in gave my... him the rings yeah but that was his understanding of what was going on. He finally realized, like, oh, shoot, I did something bad. Like, my son, the only person who could wield these rings and probably the best person I know, you know, like, giving him, taking that power away from himself and giving it to him. Like, Well, I don't think Wenwu, even under the influence of this, this evil boy, ever hated his son. Period. So I think it was kind of... He wanted to give the rings, like, maybe the whole time, but I'm not sure. No, I, but... I think he wanted to give him the the rings in the sense of, like, um, beforehand, you know, say, like, my son's going to take over this organization. But, you know, his son was still super defiant, saying, like, no, I'm not going to be the person that you are. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to do this at all. Yet, at the end, he still gave him the rings. I think that was the realization um, I don't. I mean, I could be wrong, Curtis. What What did you think about JC's point? Thing about the invincible Iron Man argument of all things. <laughs> oh, that completely just breaks my reality. I don't even know how to respond to that. Honestly, that is one of the most ludicrous things I have ever heard in my entire life. Bro. Being a fan of anything. But that does not mean that it's an invalid argument. <laughs> Certainly not. 
And I, that is not the. I'm not placing most of my weight behind that. Was my disclaimer. You I'm, did start with that though. Yeah, you That's did. Fair. You did. I was That's about to. Fair. And I stand by it. <laughs> so I mean. In oh. terms of in terms of uh, how he gave himself up, I did not interpret it that way. I interpreted, I interpreted it that uh, he was an old man who had lived for a thousand years, and he believed um, in one thing that whole time, being the love for his wife. And when that was ripped away from him, despite the fact that he still obviously loved his son, um, it just wasn't enough to uh, continue giving him the will to live. So he literally just gave up. Because, uh, ultimately, he's not a brave person. He's a coward who hid behind the rings. Yeah. And that makes him a much more compelling character than someone who just be like, all right, I'm going to do awesome things and, like, throw the rings around and, like, kill this thing with you, Shang-Chi, and then we're going to be best friends and I'm going to be your dad. No, he's a broken, he's a broken, bad person. And I think that this, this movie reflected that, and he was a better character for it. I... Yes. Now, I, I agree with all of that. Now, you know, my initial point was, I think that upon a rewatch, it'll fix all of these issues. And the reason I brought up the whole Invincible Iron Man thing is because I went to the movie expecting one thing, got something different, and I think that colored my enjoyment of his character. Mm. And upon rewatch, I won't have these unrealistic expectations, so I think I will enjoy the character for how he was written more. That's why I brought that up. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to know your uh, your opinions after rewatch because I loved his character, and even if they didn't give him the dignity of death, he I don't like I don't think he really deserved it. A, a yeah. death of dignity. I, I really don't think he deserved it. Uh, I just wanted a little more visually interesting death. Now that's fair. Yeah, it yeah, was a little quick, like... um, but like so other characters like. The 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 archer um the the old the old the old <laughs> the the older guy um who taught who taught Katie you know how to fire an arrow shoot like he was just taken up uh, Master uh, Gong Bo or Yuan Hua yeah uh, yeah okay anyways so like like he was just taken up and souls ripped out and it was so fast you know as was the Death Dealer yeah. And the Death yeah, Dealer. Yeah, which, which is a cool name, but unfortunately a character that literally got, like, no lines. Yeah, yeah that, that was going to be part of my uh, issues I had with the movie. Yeah, that was probably probably one of the few, because I will say I have very, very few issues with this movie. Yeah, same thing. Um, uh, but yeah, one of the few, the Death Dealer, who was super freaking cool in the fight scenes. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, oh, holy crap, my goodness, like, this guy was so freaking cool and his outfit was super cool i was like yo that's legit if i could ever cosplay as somebody there's a lot of characters in mind but that's definitely one of them now i don't know if that's stepping on some sort of cultural thing at all hmm. i'll have to look into that itself i don't think i want to so see you do it never saw I want to see you do it. like honestly that's he could have he could he honestly could have been white because i mean the one like sword hand guy was Man, uh, he was so random. Why was he yep. there? Yeah, he yeah. There. Razor Fist had no reason to be there at all. They should have played him up for laughs, for laughs, but he didn't really. He didn't even smile. I thought they were going to do that with the way they put him in the trailer. I thought, oh, this is going to be just some like some goon brute dude who people mm -hmm. will laugh at kind of thing. 
Um, now, I guess at one point, I mean, he failed at everything he did, so that was like, you know, kind of funny, I guess. Except taking the, the, the stone or the necklace itself. Um, but yeah, so those are, yeah, I guess that touched on some, some of the, some of the characters could have been done a little better, like the death of Death Dealer and Razor Fitz didn't really need to be there. Like, it would have been cooler if probably the Death Dealer was there, um, trying to steal yep. it instead. It should have been Razor Fist. Yeah, so. But yeah, that that's probably, that's probably it for me on you know, grievances I have with this movie at all. I got some weird issues. Uh, all right, give it to us. It has nothing to do with the movie itself, but <laughs> I have an issue with the... They made the trailer too good because they yep. showed almost every act of this movie. Yeah. I mean, like, well, beat for beat in order because I was getting a hype. I'm like, why is this trailer so good with the music and everything? Obviously edited fantastically. But they gave the editing team too much stuff. Like they put the war scene in it. They put the dragon in it. They put uh, they put freaking uh, abomination in it. And he was only in the movie for like a minute. That should have yeah, been like a what? Like 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 that. Literally like you could watch. I literally watched the movie. I I guessed like ninety percent of what was going to happen from the trailer because mm. I loved that trailer and I watched it like six times. I was going to ask how many times awesome. you watched it. And then, and then I get to the movie. I'm like, man, this movie's awesome. But I also saw a lot of this, boys, in the trailer. Mm. And it's—I don't know. I feel like I feel like trailers need to be a little shorter, and you know, just not reveal their hand or like their—they're kind of like their gags that are funny that are in the movie. Don't put them in the trailer because, like, the abomination thing kind of really kind of—it didn't tick me off. But I was like, man, that's disappointing because I would have been. 50 times more hype of me seeing it in the movie than I did in the trailer. Because he's not okay. a major part of the movie. Um, that's the little trailer rant I got. What do you guys think of these of the trailers? Did you have any issues with it? Or are you like, yeah, you know? Um, I will be honest. I watched the trailer once. Um, and that was it. And I was like, I'm hyped for this movie. We're going to wait till I watch it. That was it. Yeah, I definitely didn't see the trailer enough for it to really stick with me that much. Oh, I watched the trailer like 10 or 15 times, so I totally understand that, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, I was kind of on the boat of, you know, like, going to watch this trailer once, and then I'm going to wait till the movie comes out, because if I continue to watch this trailer, I'm going to, like, speculate things, or something's going to be spoiled, or, like... You know, I knew, well, obviously the abomination thing just completely stuck out. You know, it's like, yep. oh my gosh, abomination is in this movie? How? That's so cool. And Wong, too. Yeah, and Wong. So it was just, uh, so that was a cool, neat thing. And I knew about the dragon, but yeah, I only watched it once. So. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a really good trailer, man. Yeah. Yeah. As, as are a lot of people. Sometimes I like the trailers more than the movies. Yeah, there um, are a lot of movies oh, yeah. out there yeah, that yeah, are yeah, like that. Or the the original Suicide Squad trailer for the first. Oh my Suicide gosh, Squad. I love uh, that trailer. The original That's a good Suicide trailer. Squad trailer. There was, was a trailer from a different cut of the movie. So much better than the movie. The first Batman versus Superman trailer was awesome too. Real good. Yep. 
It was really. Um, I'm trying to think if I had any other issues. Yeah, I think my other like uh, main issue was like the the Death Dealer thing and the Razor Fist thing. I just feel like if you're gonna have these like cool to funny looking characters, like use them besides just punching bags and then dying in like one scene. And uh, also like. I don't know. I kind of wanted a little more pizzazz, a little more sparkle from Win Wu's like final design. Like in the final fight, he was kind of just like wearing a. I don't even remember what he was wearing. Oh, kind of just like a oh, black kind of suit. Oh, Win Wu's design. Yeah. Like, like I liked the rings, but the rings are the like the most standout thing. Other than that, he was kind of just like a regular bad guy suit. Yeah, but, I agree. Because, because uh, you know, he just he looks like an angry dad. Uh, design-wise, which is cool, but we kind of got that in a lot of other movies as well. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I-, I could see that, but I feel like all the other character designs were so good. Oh, fantastic! Like yeah. Shang Chi and his sisters, like fi- like final fight designs. Oh, those were so cool, especially his sisters. That white. Oh, I love the suits. The I love she was the awesome. She was so and her awesome. Weapon. Her weapon was so cool. That was giving me some Castlevania vibes. Uh, Ah, you mean some Morningstar? Like Morningstar? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And guys, this was her first acting credit, I think, ever in a movie. Whoa. Really? Yeah. That's cool. I know, I know, I don't know his name, but Shang-Chi's actor wasn't in much before. So it's... No, he was an accountant. But he can still, no. but I mean, but the guy, the guy can still like speak all of those. Ah, oh, shoot, man. I'm pretty sure he can speak all of those language or a lot of languages that he was credited to in the movie itself. That's cool. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but I I've never been more proud to be an accountant, guys. My goodness, he's representing us well. Well, you need to watch the accountant, Jay Z. Like, you need to watch the accountant. I will. I will eventually get that. Okay, so he has played in some other movies, uh, Blood and Water. Uh, he was in the Taken series, uh, really? and Kim's Convenience from 2016 to 2021. I've heard that's good. Cool. Yeah. And the Taken series is good, too. Or at least the first season was. Um, Alright, guys. I think we're at a point in our discussion where the big guns come out. Alright? To rank Shang-Chi in the Legends of the Ten Rings. How about we each give it a numerical uh, rating first? Ooh. You guys I give it a green. <laughs> oh man! All right, you guys might be quite surprised at my rating in this movie, but maybe not. Josh, hit us with that rating. All right, out of ten, I give it a nine. Nice. That's pretty I give good it, rating right there. I give it an eight point five, but I I think that there's a good chance it'll go up to a nine when I rewatch it. Mind you, that's higher than I did uh, the Snyder Cut. I'm in, I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> that's character growth right there. This this no, movie really was something is. else, and you're gonna you're like, surprising me, Josh. <laughs> oh man! 
right, so Curtis is at eight point five. Anthony, where do you put it? What's your what's your um, number? What's your number rank? Like your number rank? I saw this movie with fifteen or more people, and seven of those people that I knew and talked to gave it between a seven and an eight, and I agree with the eight side of things. Definitely an eight out of ten. Nice. I completely concur with Anthony. I'm also at an 8.0. Uh, what did you give uh, the um, Black Widow again, JC? Uh, did I give it a 7.75? Yeah, yep. Like, yeah. Uh, it <laughs> has to rank higher than Black Widow. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not going to. He put it at like 12. <laughs> <laughs> All oh. the world rewarded with JC's rankings. I'm curious to see what, what these rankings go. Actually, I put Black Widow at 11, just to, you know, get that correct. <laughs> it makes it worse. So much worse. That's just... Oh, my goodness. All right. So, speaking of your rankings, JC, you go first. Okay. I am officially putting Shang-Chi right below Age of Ultron. Really? Yes. And uh, it is dethroning Black Widow at number 11. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, that's ridiculous. But, but, since seeing Black Widow, my prophecy has come true, and it is already starting to fall down my rankings because I am putting it to number 13. Hey, that's the best news of the day. <laughs> I'm, I'm but raising, you, you put it I'm below Age of Ultron. I'm putting it below Age of Ultron, and I'm putting uh, Black Widow below Black Panther now. I still can't believe Black Widow ever was above Black Panther. Well, I'm rectifying <laughs> the mistakes of the past. Oh my goodness. I've been playing through that War of Wakanda on the uh, Avengers game. It's nice. not Is it good. It's kind of good. It's I don't think it's as good as the Clint and Kate uh, stuff. Mm. It's it's definitely more difficult. Like they they raise the difficulty <laughs> levels of the War of Wakanda. I'm glad. Um. All right. So Anthony. Um, let's see. So within my tier list of movies, uh, the top tiers are S and A. And I put this at the top of the A, right in between Ant-Man and the Wasp. And Ant-Man and the Wasp. Or between Ant-Man Ant 1 and Wasp 2. Twice. Between Ant-Man 1 and 2. So that's number 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I'm putting out 11. Hey, same spot. Exactly. Nice. I didn't even need to do that. I, I put it. That means it's above Age of Ultron as well. So we've given it the same 1 out of 10 and the same overall ranking number. JC, we need to rewatch this movie together so we can grow. We really do. This is amazing. Well. Curtis, I'm excited to see what you put. Because, honestly, I thought Anthony and I would be closer to how we felt about this movie. But it seems that me and you are a little closer to how we feel about this movie. I love to see it. Because uh, sometimes we have our little kerfuffles on this podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Alright, All right, so I'm going to read my list from the top down until I hit Shang-Chi. 
Coming in at number one, Endgame, Infinity War, Civil War, Winter Soldier, Homecoming, Ragnarok, Guardians 1, Age of Ultron, Shang-Chi at number nine. Also right below Age of Ultron. Now, keep in mind, I love Age of Ultron way more than pretty much anybody else. Yes. Age of Ultron is a S-tier MCU movie for me. It's at the bottom of S-tier, but it's an S-tier movie. Oh, yeah. I love and it. I, I put Shang-Chi... Um, so here's the here's the four underneath Shang-Chi. WandaVision, Loki, Winter Sol- Falcon and Winter Soldier, Avengers 1. Gotcha. Well, I, I like it. So that's at number nine for you? Yep. That's pretty good. All right. Is it number one? Is it number one? <laughs> Josh, it's not number one. <laughs> All right. So, guys, I'm going to tell you, like, I've kind of been holding myself back. I, I freaking love this movie so much. I had a huge blast watching this movie, and and I watched it alone. Most of the time, like, I went, I like, there were other people around, but most of the time, I enjoy a movie more when I'm watching it with people because I get to see like the reactions and it's fun and we get to like talk about it or whatever. But I have this. <laughs> let me let me read where I have um, the rankings for this movie. So my number one. As I've said multiple times, is that I liked Infinity more, Infinity War more than Endgame. So Infinity War at number one for me, Endgame at number two, Homecoming at number three, Winter Soldier at number four, and Shang Chi at number five. Nice. Movie. For me, wait, 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 wait. Can you name those top four again? Infinity War, Endgame, Homecoming, Winter Soldier, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. So, so dethroned so you have it ranked above as my favorite solo movie. So you have it ranked above Civil War and Ragnarok. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't like Ragnarok as much as a lot of people did, a- a- except for like the second watch. The second watch, I liked it a lot more, but I think it's a better movie than Ragnarok. Yeah. I love so many different things about this movie and how they were to bring, like, present us with a culture that may be confusing for a lot of people, yet was so easy to digest. Yes. Like, the, the, the directors and writers of this whole movie were, in my opinion, culturally competent and understanding of the multiple cultures. Because there was both Korean stuff brought in there and Chinese because yeah, and I like I liked that a lot of this movie was not in English. Yes, because Katie Katie is Korean. Yeah. So yeah, that whole that whole thing was in Korean. So when he was speaking, he wasn't speaking Chinese; he was speaking Korean. So I did not realize that. Yeah, there there was just a lot of so many great things that just fell so like well. And that whole, the only time where I'm kind of like, just kind of sitting there a little bit was the, the pacing when they got to the castle, uh, whatever you want to call it, right there. But that was like five minutes for me. And the rest of the movie I loved so much. I could watch this movie a bunch of times over and over again. You should read some of the comics and report back. I should. Yo, I will do that. 
for the court tapes, I will go. I will go read the Shang Chi comics, the ones they released for the movie, and then uh, if they release any afterwards, read those as well. I like it. Yeah. So it just had so, and the music. Like we haven't even really talked about how good the music was, from the you know the action scenes to the orchestra pieces by Joel P. West. Oh my goodness. So good. I listened to them before I went to the movie and I was like, yo, this movie this movie better to live up to the playlist because it's so good. Just like Into the Spider-Verse, that movie lived up to the playlist or vice versa. So good. Alright. Any other thoughts? Uh, do you guys want to talk a little bit before we go about the post-credit scenes? What do we think, uh, where it's going, or do we have any thoughts at all on that? Um, they were I thought, the credits. <laughs> I thought they were, uh, I thought they were pretty good. Um, obviously the first one basically is just like, oh, we don't know where the rings come from, we'll probably find out later in the sequel. Mm -hmm. Um, it was cool to see, uh, Bruce Banner and, uh, Captain Marvel obviously wasn't expecting to see them. Especially yep. seeing as uh, Bruce is not hulked out. Yeah. Yep, yep so kind of says where we are, I guess. And uh, the second one was about Shang-Chi's sister taking over the throne instead of dethroning the whole organization. The Tendling so will return. So, yeah. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, and I, I just loved her aspect of, you know, of equality, you know. It was just, like, it's probably the best Marvel's ever done in terms of going for, like, presenting gender equality in a good way. And I hope we get to see, like, I hope she gets a lot more screen time in the in the sequel. Yeah, I did think I did think she felt like a little bit like in the background for parts of the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think I think that was because of how she felt in, in the sense because she was a background character as when Wu forced her to be like in the background like yeah you are you know and the movie is titled Shang Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings but she got a lot more screen time and fight stuff than I expected a lot more. All right, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, of the courts, our thoughts and um, on Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings and JC's random thoughts on the Mandarin. Um, absolutely don't understand where that came from, but... Wow. <laughs> I, looked up the, JC out. I looked up the picture of that Mandarin, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, yes. hey. My memory is not perfect and i have already agreed that it might be bad a guy looks but, like an x-men evolution villain but done bad it's it's like he looks like a racist x-men evolution villain yep yep <sighs> i was young and it left an impression and it was a good impression yeah yeah i mean jc i would say you're about 50 50 on providing you know good nostalgic uh you know impressions versus not you know 
we have the Mandarin and we have the Batman. But we have some others that are good, so, you know. Anyway, you were doing an outro. <laughs> I was doing an outro, man. This is ADHD at its finest. All right, so um, there you uh, there you have it. Our thoughts on one of, in my opinion, the greatest MCU movies ever made. It was fan-freaking-tastic. Had so much fun with it. Uh, our next movie will be... The... Eternals, right? Yep. Yes, and I don't think there's any Disney Plus shows after What If. I don't um, think so either. So far, uh, uh, until uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, which is in November, right? Yes, November yes. with yep. Spider-Man coming out in December. Oh shoot, I'm getting hyped for Spider-Man now. All right, let's calm down. Uh, and so yes, our next movie will be The Eternals, and it's looking like. It's going to be a pretty good movie, actually, with these new trailers that have come out. It's looking real good. Although there will be Venom 2. So, wait. Oh, true. Let there be wait. Venom 2, October 1st. It has been moved to October 1st rather than 15th. So we'll see it earlier than we thought. All right. With all that said, it's been real. It's been ringy. Um, I mean... It's been ring ringtastic. <laughs> it's, it's been ring It's been ring Oh my gosh. All right. Peace out. <laughs>